right, guys. So, welcome back. If you're staying with us, this is going to be Kenter at Your Own Risk, Episode 22, Part B, with Chris and Kent. Uh, the first part, we talked over our list of top uh, A-listers, genre mainstays, uh, underappreciated actors and actresses within the horror genre, and now we'll just be kind of rambling discourse on, uh, like, stuff we've seen since the last time we did one of these. The B uh, stands for bonus bits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in my our first episode tonight that we talked about, um, I, I said that I had just seen Spiral from the Book of Saw tonight, and Kent saw it a couple weeks ago. So, uh, considering that one of our highlighted uh, podcast we've done was the sauce franchise as a whole. Um, I'm interested in, in like what your ideas are, what your thoughts are on, on this one, Kent. All right. So overall I thought it was fun. Um, that that's first and foremost. I thought Chris Rock did a really good job. And like, the, I think this was the first time I saw him act as a quote unquote serious actor. I enjoyed it. Um, there were a couple things that I didn't like. For example, I thought the traps, by and large, were either weak or, like, I didn't get it or I didn't think that they were, you could save yourself reasonably. But the thing that I probably stuck with me the most was within, like, 10 to 15 minutes of the film, I knew who the killer was. Like, I, I, I said to my friend, I'm like, yo, it's that dude. It's going to be him. And she's like, no, it's going to be uh, the first guy who died, like, his wife. I'm like, nope, it's going to be that guy. And it just, I don't know if it's because I've seen every goddamn Saw so many times or if they made it too obvious. Did, did, do you think it was too obvious? I didn't, wasn't sure who it was going to be until after they killed him within the movie. And then I'm like, yeah, everybody's been going on about, like, what a good job this guy did in the movie. And, like, there's no way that... You know, they were talking about, you know, the first, what, hour, 45 minutes. I was like, he's, he's, he's got to be the bad guy then. Well, they didn't do any dental records. Like, I was like, well, aren't you going to do a dental re- check on it or anything? But you know what the biggest giveaway for me was? I mean, I'd already made my guess. But the biggest giveaway, now where I'm just venturing into spoiler territory, so if you're listening, skip ahead like two or three minutes, whatever. I mean, yeah, the three of you who listen to us probably already have watched the movie, so... Right. All right. When the guy goes, I wanted to be a, a cop because you're da- of your dad, I'm sitting there like, who the fuck says that? Nobody sits there and goes, well, I wanted to be a cop because your dad was so cool as chief of police. Like, nobody says that. The fuck yeah. was that? That was a terrible line. Yep. I I don't, like, I would agree with you and, like, I don't see how the traps could have been gotten out of. Is like... I want to say this one has the distinction for me and like one of the most painful traps I can remember in the franchise, the, the dude with his fingers in the tub. Oh, so and like, he was fucking trying. He was biting that, like his fingers yeah. are getting ripped off. I like, I like, did you need to give him like 30 more seconds to, you know, give him right. a fucking fighting chance? But how, how were they attached to his fingers? Like from a, I'm just trying to think, like, from a physical standpoint, how were they connected to a point that when they were ripping, 
did would there be like a pin through the finger? Like how were they attached so it would just rip out the finger? If you think about like the structure of a finger, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how how it was attached in such a way that it would pull out the fingers without just like pulling the skin off and sliding right off kind of thing. Yes, that yeah. that's my point. I, I didn't I quite know. understand that one. I don't know, but it, I thought it, that it, I thought the traps were pretty fucking brutal. But I would agree with you in that like. It definitely seemed more of like a Detective Hoffman or That's a, exactly Amanda style trap instead of like an actual Jigsaw style trap. I, I said that. I was like, this is Hoffman again doing stuff kind of intentionally. Like, how is that lady? All right, the lady one bothered me the most in the fact that A, she doesn't turn her head to like mm-hmm. avoid it going in her mouth. B, I don't know what the fuck was over her face, but C, how would. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know how you put enough pressure from how she was lying to sever your spine. Like, I don't know how to do that. If I'm I mean, in the only thing I could think of would have been if she, like, lifted her head up and then slammed it back down. But how would, like, how would that have turned the, the wax off? I, I don't know. You'd have to ask Mr. Miyagi. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> Well, maybe I'll ask Daniel's son, because he's still around. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, I, I don't... It, okay, so even the first one with the tongue, it's... <laughs> what I kind of thought was that it was just going to chop the tongue, but at the end, he jumps, and then we see the remainder of the tongue, and it goes all the way back to, like, his throat, like, how far that ripped it out. And I was like, how yeah, I mean, was it he ripped supposed his, to survive? It ripped his whole tongue out. It wasn't just like, you know... Could you have survived that? I... I mean, you probably could have survived it initially, but would he survived long enough to get to a hospital to right. deal with the bleeding and the internal bleed? I don't think so. It, and then, you know, the, the Samuel Jackson at, at the end thing, I'm like, okay, like, it was okay with the bleeding out, but god damn it, it wasn't that good. Like, for a final one, I didn't think of that was that good. My here's a question for you. My wife was like, I know I've seen something like this where the dude had like a gun like taped to him or bolted to him or something. So like when the police showed up, he ended up getting killed. And she's like, I've seen it in a movie before, but I can't think of it. And I was like, I know I have too, but you're right. I can't think off the top of my head of like <laughs> what I'm thinking of, you know? Yeah. No, you- I had that sinking suspicion too, and I couldn't think of it. That's funny. <laughs> it's really funny yeah. you brought that up because I'm sitting there like I I know I've seen it where it's been set up so you so the cops are going to just think to shoot this dude yeah and he has no chance in hell. I, oh. I mean, I, I'm, if I like, I have a sneaking suspicion that it was the bad guy that it happened to, and whatever I'm thinking of instead of like a good guy getting fucking, you know, it was like kind of like just desserts kind of shit, but. It'd be something straight up like Man on Fire, except it wasn't Man on Fire. But um, anyways, like to, I I enjoyed it. I don't think it was. I like the fact that it wasn't just like a Jigsaw disciple. You know, How like, bad was the voice though of the yeah, like the recording? I mean, it was, it was it sounded very, like fourteen very, year old. Well, it definitely did not sound like the person that it was. So. Hey, I want to play a game. I'm going through puberty. Like, <laughs> come the fuck on, man. And I liked that, like, while it dealt with police corruption, it wasn't, like, the woke version of it. Yeah, but... I was really surprised we didn't get that in, excuse me, 2021. I, I, 
I was there was one thing that made me call it woke saw though. I, I admit, because really you only have one female, uh, like only one female death. Like everybody else was dudes. I was like, normally saw franchise is very evenly distributed between males and females. I feel. Well, I mean, yeah, okay. I'll give you that. I mean, to go along with that, though, when there's only one... Well, I guess there was a couple. You know, like the desk sergeant. But, uh, like, only they, one... They could have... Yeah. Yeah. Main female character. <laughs> but, you? I mean, I don't... Like, I was trying to think about it. I was like, I don't think my ranking of the ones that have already come out would change. I mean, I don't think this was... I don't, I don't know where I would put this. I mean, it's definitely better than... Seven. Yeah. <laughs> And that might be it for me. It might be better than five. I don't know. Like, there were definitely production values that I really enjoyed in it. I liked but, the act. I, I liked like, Chris Rock a lot. Like, I liked him in some of it. Some of it was, like, when he's doing, like, the shouting. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's like, fake. Chris. How, how great was his, like, well, we got to be urgent to get down there and save her. But they were, like not even jogging pace like they were going so slow I'm like Jesus Christ if my life was on the line I would not be happy seeing this oh dude like he gets to the police station and instead of just dropping his fucking car <laughs> off and jumping running in the front door he fucking goes around to the parking garage <laughs> yeah it's like, did he stop at Dunkin Donuts on the way I don't know like fuck man like if that was you I, I don't know if I knew somebody's life was on the line I, I, I guess I would have handled it differently yeah uh, oh, I did like the... I was like, I wonder if that's what, like, a bottle fucking crushing thing would do if you took, like, the glass off the front Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude, I I liked the... Actually, I liked... That happened to the dude that was in living on, under the... In under the, the church, yeah, yeah. I liked that guy as an actor. I, I don't know him. I just thought he put, did good with his role. Yeah. Um, I, I liked his character... Uh, you know, the, the thing was, I didn't quite, uh, you know, I, I know they gave away, you know, how we were supposed to know, like, by the guy, wa the kid watching his dad die or whatever, <laughs> and I was just like, uh, by that point, I was just like, it's him, so that's gotta be the reason anyway, but had I not guessed that, I don't know if I would have picked up on that little detail. I'm not yeah, sure. I mean, to to go along with that, like, it's easy to second guess it, like, once you you see the reveal because then you're like oh yeah you know like the trap that he was in they didn't actually show the trap they just showed the dude getting fucking skinned yeah okay that was thankfully we were the only people in the theater so we could openly laugh and make jokes and whatever and I'm just like I fucking hate when we see the outcome of a death trap with, without seeing what happened <laughs> like that was my major gripe and maybe someday we'll get to it with the remake of The Stand, is that, like, by the time they start the, the standoff, like, and they're it's already a boulder. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, that's horrible storytelling. No. And, and I, it, I, I mean, I heard... I don't know what your thoughts were on that. I haven't watched it yet. But, I like, I heard a lot of the changes, and they did not strike me as being A, necessary, or B, beneficial to the story. Some of the actors were improved, but by by and large, it was a lesser version of the original, which the original wasn't great. It was good to an extent, but I, for all the budget and all the time they had, 
they they could have done so much better with it. So it was it was definitely a letdown, and I'm definitely gonna cover it this year. I just I can only handle being angry for so long. So like I stopped doing the Star Wars thing after watching the prequels. I'm like I'm done. I, I'm angry. I I can't enjoy the good trilogy. So I gotta take a break. Yes. Yeah. You know, sometimes I, you need a break. Dude, I feel you. The um the new D and D book that came out um basically shat all over my favorite setting for the game uh just got rid of like all the it was the horror setting too got rid of all the old stuff that came before gender flipped a bunch of people for no reason um it's it's basically like woke sauce and it's not like woke sauce and improved on stuff it's like woke and just shit on everything that came before like as if it was bad because it was traditional. I, okay. You know, so like shit I hate. And so that came out last week. And then the author of the manga that I've been following since 1998, waiting, dying for the ending to come out, died last week as well. So now I will never know how Berserk ends. And that's like where I've got my whole like internet name from. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. I'm like, well, there goes 23 years of my life that I'll never know the ending to. To piggyback on that, I found it hilarious that Stephen King's like, I'm never going to get to know how, how the books end for Game of Thrones. And I'm sitting there like, is George R. R. Martin intentionally just eating a line hoping for the heart attack so nobody can begrudge him? I'm pretty sure he is. Like, like We're never going to get the books. We're never going to get it. And that's a shame, but you know what? It should be... I want to say it should be easy, but now he has enough feedback to know, oh, this part of the story that they told did not work, so I won't go that path. I'll change this. See, but then I start, I was I was trying to do a mental exercise. I'm like, if you take where the books are now, with all of the characters that are dead or alive, you know, that weren't even there in the series, like, is there a way that you can get to the end point of the series with all of those changes? And I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, like think, okay. Think about this. Like Sansa never goes to Winterfell. So she doesn't, she doesn't get married to Ramsey. She doesn't get raped by Ramsey. Um, she doesn't get rescued by, by Brienne. Um, instead the, they, they capture someone and, and give her to Ramsey and they think it's Sansa, but it's the, um, the, the dude who was like the, the general at Winterfell back at the beginning. And then his son went with Ned and was his guard down in King's Landing and get, gets killed by Jamie when they're yeah. in that fight back. It's his daughter who gets captured and married to Ramsey, who's pretending to be Sansa. So Sansa could get away. Oh, okay. So, so a, like you don't have, any of the setup for Battle of the Bastards then. Um, Mance Raider, the king beyond the wall, is still alive, and before he gets killed, John sends him to go rescue who he thinks is his sister Sansa in Winterfell, so, like, that's where he's going. Oh, okay. Rickon uh, is captured by the cannibal uh, Northerners, so he's there with them instead of in Winterfell to be shot by Ramsay. So, I mean, that's just like one specific, specific group of characters in one area. That's different. 
it's it's really gonna be a spider web to try to piece. I I guess I would just like to know like what his original idea was to be, and how much like if he sat there and like saw and was like I just don't like the public backlash, so it made me change my mind. Or do I want to keep going with what I was thinking, but with alterations? But now it's gonna be tough. Like I'd just like to know yeah. his thought process. In all honesty, like. Without judging the guy, I've, that's the problem. He can't be honest because people are just going to be dicks to him. But I would, I'd rather like to know what his true thoughts are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just, I mean, shit, I want to know about Lady Stoneheart because that intrigues me enough. Yeah, I mean, like she's fucking, you know, like a big change. Uh, I mean, like thinking over in the other side in Marine, like um, the the guy who that Danny marries when she's in Marine and he gets killed. Yeah. He turns out to be the harpy in the books. And so like when they do the, like instead of the, the sons of the harpy, like killing him and attempting to murder her and all that shit that happens at the same time that a group of, um, who are the Southerners? The Sands? Oh, uh, the Dothrak? No, not Dothrak. That's a, you know the the Martels. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, like they had sent a group of uh, dudes over to meet with her to try to entice her to come back to the the Seven Kingdoms to ally with them. Like you know she does in the in the show eventually. Although you know this is before like all of the the men get killed off. Right. And uh, when when they send um, one of them over and he's supposed to talk her into marrying him. You know, but she just marries the other dude, so she's like, yeah, I'm not going to marry two people at the same time. And she's like, you're like fucking 15 years old anyways, why would I? You know, and she's busy fucking the mercenary, so she's in with that. So he tries to steal the dragon, one of the dragons, and that happens at the same time that the uh, the uh, assault on the uh, from the Sons of the Harpy happens. So, so they get murdered by the, well, killed by the Drogon. Drogon breaks out. She takes off like she does in the show. So that's that's where she ends up. Uh, and she had just met um, Tyrion and Jorah had just come back. So like she hadn't pardoned him yet and Tyrion wasn't her hand. So Barristan Selmy, the old dude who was the Kingsguard. Yeah, yeah, I love him. Went, he's still alive in the books. So he figures out that the dude she married is the harpy and he goes to confront him and the dude's like, what the fuck are you going to do? You're fucking 70 years old. And he pulls out two uh, of the gladiators that wanted to be allowed to uh, fight in the blood sports again. It's like, go fucking kill this guy. And Barristan fucking one on one on three kills all three of them fucking murks the shit out of them. And so while she's flying off in her dragon, you know, running into the Dothraki at the end, like he's in charge. You know, instead of t- so, I'm like, shit like that is just different enough that, I, like, I wonder how do you reconcile that? You know, Tyrion gave her some bad advice, but here you have this other guy who's still alive who would have been able to counter that. Sure. You know, without Tyrion having to get dumb in order to make things happen. Uh, so I don't know. I, I mean, I've I've seen. You know, I don't want to compare the two, but I mean. You know, I saw what happened with Walking Dead, the mm-hmm. story versus the TV show, and all it takes is one dumb alteration 
to like kind of undercut a lot of the positive things you had going for it. And you know, in Walking Dead, it was killing off Carl in the show, <laughs> who's like in the very final panel of the goddamn comic because yeah. it made sense. So, I don't. Did you watch True Blood at all? No. Okay, I I read the books before the show came out, and then when the show was coming, I'm like, oh, well, you know, this is kind of like the romantic version of like the modern paranormal stuff. But I enjoyed it. Uh, and season one was like really close to being like a one to one capture in regards to the first book, yeah. and then the most popular side character dies at the very end of the first book and they kept him alive and like his death is the whole catalyst for everything that happens in the second book so they immediately had to change the story for season two and then from there it just fucking ballooned and I was like by the end I'm like I'm like why did you guys fucking make all of these changes I mean the, the author you know was smart enough she's like you know I like the show. I love my books because I wrote them. She's like, having one out there that's different from the other thing doesn't diminish, you know, like the show doesn't diminish my books. So that she's like, it, it, she's like, enjoy them for being two different things instead of being upset that it's not, you know, an exact copy of what I did. That, that's but, kind of what Kirkman said with Walking Dead, but... Uh. I mean, I guess when, you, when you're making that much money, like... If they want to rape your baby, who cares? Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, that's a that's a hell of an analogy. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna ask you, <laughs> moving right along comfortably, like, what do you think about them? Like, they filmed, I don't even know, at least a full episode of the Game of Thrones prequel or whatever with Naomi Watts, and that project seems to be dead. Like, why 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 would they kill that off already? I. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't give a fuck about any of the Game of Thrones spinoffs that they're talking about. And, like, they killed that one, but they're going ahead with the other three. Oh, so I don't, three I'm more? assuming <laughs> I'm assuming that it's just... It, either the premise didn't work, or it was going to be too expensive to film. You know, I, I, they're willing to spend the money in their shows. And, it, I mean, it, it's apparent when you see stuff like some of their shit hits and it's really good some other shit doesn't but like Netflix you can tell gets by with as little money as possible as they can spend I mean they'll spend money on a show if they need to but like HBO I don't think anybody can argue that they skimp on the production costs well okay so that was going to be my next question since I'm pretty sure you watched yeah you definitely watched all of Watchmen and I believe you watched all of Lovecraft Country Mm -hmm. and while I loved Watchmen, and I've just recently read that there's talk of a season two actually now happening, um, Lovecraft Country was much more of a mixed bag where, like, the middle third I did not care for. And the final third was hit or miss. Like, I liked the first two or three episodes. Then it really, I don't know, went to shit for me. I was kind of curious what your thoughts were on Lovecraft. I hated Watchmen. Absolutely with a passion. And I'm really conflicted on Lovecraft. Because I liked it as a show. I didn't like it as a message. If you know what I mean. 
I well, totally I do. <laughs> I don't really want to get into the politics, but especially reading some of the interviews with the writer and the direct, the showrunner afterwards, I'm like, so you're saying it's okay to kill white people? Anyways, anyways, like I don't want this to become a political thing. Um, so I I really enjoyed the performances. Um, the main guy, uh, Tick, I thought he was really good. Like I was, yeah, I'd never seen him before, but I was really impressed. I mean. I'll say the same thing. I, I really enjoyed the performances in, in Watchmen. And if you had called it something other than Watchmen and hadn't shit all over the fucking characters that have been out there for fucking, I don't know, probably one of the best graphic novels ever written in the last 40 years, I wouldn't have had as big a problem with it. But the fact that you were willing to shit all over your subject material in order to make a point kind of just fucking ruined it for me. Yeah. I guess I'm lucky in the fact that since I don't read a lot, a lot of that stuff isn't a concern for me. And when it, when I do read something, usually I read something that's already been released. So it's, for me, it's always a different, uh, I guess a different look at it. But <laughs> I completely get where you're, where you're coming from with it. I, you know, with with Lovecraft Country, I really like the girl who played letty i, I thought she, oh, was- she was she was really good too i i've seen it like i haven't bothered to watch you know uh, birds of prey but everything that i've seen her in i've enjoyed her she's a really good actress the the film birds of prey the harley quinn thing yeah she played um black canary in it oh yeah she did i i cannot recommend that movie yeah i can't i i i I have watched the trailers. I have watched reviews, and my wife watch. And when my wife watches something, and she's like, "That's shitty," I'm like, "Okay, I'll I'll take that as the bar." Right. Um, you know what? What I didn't like in Lovecraft Country, the episode that lost me the most was the episode that centered on Hippolyta or Hippolyta. I don't know how. Hippolyta, yeah. I thought yes. the episode was absolutely batshit bonkers and not in a good way because I think it was like an episode two or two later when the little girl had the evil twins fucking following her, which was batshit crazy. That shit was great. I, um... I... Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of things. I, I would have liked to have seen, you know, like, a little more of the reference to like the Lovecraft stories instead of just, you know, like Lovecraft as a racist. But, um, (laughs) I really think that like they did probably some of the best, most horrific transformations I've ever seen on a fucking, um, anything like movie or show like the, uh, the, the skin transformation, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that shit was crazy. Um, you know, it was weird. I, I liked the cast. I liked a lot of the acting. It's just, it, for me, it was strictly a story thing. For for me with Lovecraft Country, it was like four or five episodes really liked, four or five episodes I, I was just very down on. And I are they bringing it back? Is there even a reason to bring it back? I think they're in talks, but I don't, don't know because, like, I, I mean, I just don't know. I mean, I would assume they will because it... I'm pretty sure it did well, and it was uh, like critically received well, and you know, was popular. Yeah, well, anything that touches on certain things is critically acclaimed the past couple of years, and 
if I was HBO, I would go back to that well as much as humanly possible because that's just the smart thing to do, quite frankly. Like, I mean, I won't lie. Like, it left it in an interesting place to see where it would go forward with the story. I really liked the the lady that played Christina too. Uh, and like, I just I wanted to be like, like, look, I got that. You know, you're you're blaming her for a bunch of shit, but like everything she's she's done, everything she told you she was honest about so like yeah she told you that you give me the book and i'll leave you alone for the rest of your fuck if you guys did that tick would still be alive you wouldn't have had to go through all of this shit so i mean right yeah uh, i don't know it, it was um I don't know, i'm curious if they do there, there's another show on hbo that probably i don't know how many episodes into it but it grabbed my interest now i can't think of the name of it um so I'm really helpful with what I'm trying oh, to say. Dude. <laughs> Here's one. 30 coins. That was fucking good. 30 coins? It's on HBO. It's um, a Spanish TV show. A Spanish okay. horror TV show. Based around, like, biblical horror. Oh. But dude, dude, it was... Like, the first episode has, like, body horror. It's got fucking monsters. Possession. Dude, it was fucking... I really enjoyed it. It's worth watching. Um, I think you can watch it either subtitled or dubbed, depending upon what you would prefer. Oh, subtitles all the way for me. Uh, and um, I watched another foreign one on HBO called The Head, which I wasn't sure where it was going because it looked like the premise is um, it takes place in like the one of the research stations in Antarctica, and like the the people who are going to be gone for the, the time when the, the sun goes down. Yeah. Uh, you know, for the six months show back up and like the, the stations shut off. Everybody's missing. There's like blood everywhere. So it was interesting. It like, it ended up being more of like a psychological horror thing than it. Cause like when they were showing it initially, like I couldn't, I'm like, is this going to be like the thing? Is this going to be like a serial killer? Like what's going on? So it was interesting. It wasn't great. And I don't know if I would classify it as horror, but, it was pretty good. Did you watch uh, The Outsider with Bateman? I have not watched that yet. It's on my list of shit to watch. It was... Incidentally, I heard they're getting a season two of that, too, so... That... Eh, that makes sense, I guess. Uh, but yeah. it's, it's going to be based around um, uh, Cynthia Erivo's character. Okay. Because I guess she's she's been... I think she was supposed to be... She was like one of the characters in like Mr. Mercedes, the book... You know, like that trilogy? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I, I can get behind I, 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 anything, really. Because uh, she she was probably the most fascinating character of that whole... Uh, she she was by far the best actor, or actress, yeah. whatever, in in that show. <laughs> I, I She stood out by far. Um, so did Ben Mendelsohn, who I've grown to start enjoying. I liked him in... Captain Marvel, even. I like I like how he just kind of, like, it almost, he feels like an Ethan Hawke kind of, like, I just, I do things I want to do, you know. <laughs> That's fair. That really. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, so, I don't remember if we talked about it. I saw, I watched the uh, Snyder Cut of the Justice League. I still I have it. Is it still on HBO or no? It... Maybe I don't. Like, don't maybe? they don't have know. all the DC universe? So why is it going in and out? 
I don't know. I don't know. But I I really honestly believe that if like that had been what released in the theater, um, there would never would have been any question over whether or not they were going to continue with the Snyderverse. Like it was that much of an improvement. I I've heard good things. I just because I I only got halfway through. Wait, no, we're talking Justice League, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm thinking of Batman vs Superman. I only got halfway through. I never even got into Justice League because that was the last DC thing I saw was Batman vs Superman. I'm like this. See, and did you ever watch the director's version of Batman vs Superman? I don't know. I I don't really remember which version I even own. It was whatever version I own on Voodoo, and I'm sure you don't know which version it is I own, <laughs> but. Off the top of my head, no, I do not. Um, yeah, like the it was still not great, but the director's version added like an hour of content in the Batman versus Superman that like explained it, you know, like made it worth watching. Like it, you remember how I don't want to get too far into it, but you remember how like Superman shows up after like Lois has been attacked and like everybody just blames Superman. Yeah. And you're like, why? He wasn't fucking there. I mean, it wasn't like he was eye-beaming. Like, they show in the, the director's cut, like, them burning people to make it look like Superman eye-beamed the shit out of him. So they give a rhyme and reason. Yeah, they fix a lot of the, um... Uh, they fix a lot of the plot holes. The problem with it, with the extra hour, is that it... Like, Batman versus Superman was kind of uneven in the pacing in the first place, and the extra hour of, like, explaining stuff just makes it even longer to the point where you, you get to the action scenes at the end and it still doesn't fix like Martha why did you say that <laughs> yeah um, so yeah I would, like I would skip the Justice League and watch the Snyder cut version of the Justice League I, I mean the nice thing is it's gonna be on HBO Max you can take your time to watch the four and a half hour fucking movie instead of like sitting there in the bathroom in the, the movie theater being like oh shit when can I go to the bathroom and not miss anything I think if a movie goes beyond two and a half hours, there should be an intermission. If you're in a movie theater, give it a five minute intermission. Yeah, I, I remember seeing intermissions in the movies when I went with my dad when I was younger. Like fucking uh, Schindler's List, I think had an intermission. Yeah. So uh, it's it's doable. I mean, it would just cost the the theaters, which is why they don't do it because they're like, oh, well, then we would only be able to run, you know, like it six times a day instead of seven. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're uh, saying. <laughs> and uh, I also saw uh, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. I don't know if you saw that. I did not. What'd you think of it, though? It felt like a overcorrect like each one of these movies is to me has felt like an overcorrection of the movie beforehand okay okay like you, did you see the 2014 Godzilla is that the one with Brian Cranston yeah no okay so well then me going into these in depth isn't really gonna make much sense <laughs> well you can give me gist of things and I'll, okay I'll so in you. in the first one the one with Brian Cranston they really focused a lot on the humans um and then like for a good portion of the movie, when they when they're showing like Godzilla fighting the monsters, it's cutaways, or you're you're seeing it in like on the the news footage on TV. It's not like you're you're right up in there for the monster fighting. And like I was having this discussion the other day, and people were like, "Oh, I don't give a shit about the humans. You know, I just care about the watching Godzilla fight another monster." Well, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, I think like the human characters that they had in that one 
were probably the most relatable that they've ever had in an actual Godzilla movie. You know, like obviously there are people who don't care, but like they made me care even a little, a little bit. Um, so then you can come up like Skull Island, Kong Skull Island is kind of its own thing because it takes place in the seventies, you know, like years and years and years before this shit. Right. Uh, but then cut to Godzilla King of the Monsters and it was like an overcorrection. Like they really skimped on like anything to do with the humans. So like a lot of like the plots and shit dealing with them made no sense. And then there was a shit ton of, like, monster fucking fights. And they did them well. So, I mean, the action was good. But it was just kind of like, okay, the justification for going from monster fight to monster fight is so thin that, like, how do we how do we correct this? And then we get into Godzilla vs. Kong, and, like, the action scenes were really well done. And they, like, they tried to overcorrect again with the human characters from the last one, and, like... Didn't hit the ball. They didn't hit the fucking ball with it. Gotcha. So, I don't know. I, I liked it overall. Like, I've, I'm glad that these movies have been made, but, like, it's, I don't, I wouldn't buy it on, like, Blu-ray, but I would definitely watch it if it was on TV to give it, like, that kind of recommendation. Okay. Uh, uh, and then, I know you've seen this one, the new Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw that shortly after it came out. Um, and it prompted me to go back and watch the original two Mortal Kombat's, which, my God, time has changed. Where, you know, I I knew the original Mortal Kombat wasn't great, but you know, it was fun. I remember feeling it was fun to watch it. Now, it is not that it's fun, but it's not good. And then uh, the second one doesn't. I don't even want to talk about the second. The one. second one is one of the worst movies ever made, but I, th- I think the first one still holds up pretty well. The first one is... For a like, video game movie made in 1995? I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, if you want to put that qualifier, but as an overall, I'm just like, it's a very average movie because it has some cool shit and then it has some painfully bad shit and whatever. Yeah, like, like the CGI reptile? <laughs> yeah, but... So, like, I really liked the new... It, compared to the other ones, I really liked the new one. I wouldn't say the new one was anything more than, like, a 6 out of 10... But that's still pretty good for a fucking video game movie. They did some cool shit. Like, I thought Kano's character shined brightest by far. Kano was good. I really liked Sub-Zero and Scorpion. What I did I get... I think the easiest thing that they could have done to fucking fix a lot of the problems that people had with the movie... Because, like, a lot of the people I've heard complaining about it are, like, lore purists. And I get it, because, like, I've already just fucking done that for, like, Watchmen. I think if they had made Cole into Johnny Cage... and just, like, Johnny Cage is the Scorpion descendant, it would have fucking worked so much better, and you could have still had the character coming in from outside who doesn't know what's going on as the point-of-view introductory character. You wouldn't have had to create somebody from fucking whole cloth. I don't know if it would have made sense to have, like, the fucking armor ability for him anyways, but overall, like, I enjoyed the movie. All right. Am I I an idiot? Or wasn't Sub-Zero, like, the... I don't want to say protagonist, but wasn't he more the good guy than the bad guy in the video games? In in Mortal Kombat 1, um, Scorpion was there to kill Shang Tsung because he was the one that he blamed, and Sub-Zero was the one who killed Scorpion's family for Shang Tsung. And then you find out like later it was Rakant and Quan Chi was the one who actually killed Scorpion's family and blamed it on Shang Tsung and Sub-Zero in order to 
get Scorpion's soul to... Anyways. Um, and then in Mortal Kombat, in the, the, the game story, is Scorpion fights Sub-Zero and kills him in Mortal Kombat. And then in Mortal Kombat 2, Sub-Zero's younger brother, who is also now known as Sub-Zero, comes into the picture, and he's the good version that we, oh, okay. we know from now. So you, we had Baihan in Mortal Kombat... One and I forgot what the fucking dude's name was in Mortal Kombat Two, but um, fair enough. Okay, like that's that was actually what I want to say bothered me the most is just like it made me question everything that I thought I knew about <clears throat> you know. And that. then yeah, and then after um, the the second Sub Zero shows up, Kwai Lang is Sub Zero Two, Bai Han is Sub Zero One. After he, the second Sub Zero shows up, Noob Saibot, the guy who's the, the, <laughs> the dark bias, <laughs> yeah, backwards. Uh, that is who uh, comes from Baihan, the original um, uh, Sub Zero. Yeah. So Mortal Kombat lore in and of yeah, itself well, is of mindfuckery not, to me. Not only that, but like they've done like two time travel games that have reset it. So I've, it's like Doctor Who. <laughs> I, I have to say one positive thing, and to go back to Mortal Kombat Two, the most positive thing I could say is how enjoyable James Remar was as <laughs> Raiden. Like he wasn't good, but he was super enjoyable because it's James Remar. That that's the best I can say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even Christopher Lambert, and like I love how they got two like straight up fucking white guys to play the Japanese kind of fucking lightning. Yeah, they definitely improved on this Raiden in particular. Um, I don't know. I I knew I wasn't going to get Baraka, but that doesn't mean I still wasn't hoping for a, a sighting of Baraka. Uh, I'll say that much. I mean, I don't, I don't get why they like called it Arcana, but hey, whatever. You know, Overall, yeah, it wasn't a great movie. It was enjoyable. I liked what they did with a bunch of the characters. Like, I laughed at Jax's fucking little T-Rex arms until they fucking oh, swelled yeah. up. Dude, that was great. Kano fucking, yeah, Dora, you can <laughs> they, they gave him so many good lines. They, they really did. And, and overall, like, Sub-Zero was a super enjoyable character to watch be a total badass. I enjoyed Dude, that. Dude, the shit that they did with him was fucking amazing. Like, stabbing Scorpion and then freezing the blood in the middle of the air and then stabbing him with his own blood. Oh. I'm like, that is fucking gangster right yeah, there. Yeah, it really was. Like, you know, there was a lot to like. But you, here's the thing. Have you noticed, like, all right, since the quote-unquote, you know, since the pandemic and shit, like, we're, we're getting to a point where it's just like, if a movie is fun, we're we're happy enough now. Like that that's where we're at in life. It's like, you know, we saw Spiral, we see Mortal Kombat. It's like we're just happy to have something that's fun. Like I wonder how m- much longer before we go back to being overly critical or not critical but critiquing things to normal standard. Cuz right now we're just happy with fun. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be coming since like theaters are open again. Yeah, I'm. I'm just glad we're getting stuff because, like, the whole, like, we're not gonna put anything in theaters because we don't want to lose money. Like, really, kind of hurt. You know, like, think about like how excited are you for Black Widow? I'm not. 
I mean, I I would have been, you know, if they had come out with it a probably before Endgame or even, you know, after, right after Endgame, but yeah. like years later now. I I'm not that excited for Phase Four of Marvel, and that you know they're gonna prove me wrong, and I'm gonna find some things that are enjoyable and some things I don't like. But the excitement level, like I haven't even gotten myself to watch. You know, any of the shit that's on Disney Plus yet, and I intend to. I, I got through all the I, I liked WandaVision. I liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier right up until the end. I mean, both of them were cases where, like, the series as a whole was pretty good, and then the ending, they were like, okay, well, we need to end this with, like, big fucking fights and shit. So. Right, yeah. I think Captain Marvel was the last of the MCU that I hadn't seen. Uh, I mean, I don't know if Spider-Man technically counts. I haven't seen any of the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yes, they definitely count. So I, I haven't seen that or Venom, and I'm looking forward to Carnage. Yeah, uh, I, Woody I, Harrelson. I, yeah, I like Woody Harrelson. So, um, um, Shit, what was I going to say? Oh, so I guess to go along with that, the only things that I've really watched recently, too, I watched... Um, when I saw that they were coming out with the the last season of Castlevania, I went and I was like, okay, finally, let me get through. You know, I haven't watched any of the earlier ones. So I watched the whole thing of Castlevania on Netflix, and that was really good. I've heard good things about it. it. I, I wanted to. I I haven't yet, but, I mean, I don't really... That is anime, and I usually don't watch it, but I am curious. It was It was good. And, I mean, considering how short it is, you're talking about, like... I could probably binge it in a couple four, days. Four, like four, twelve, ten, and ten. So like, yeah, thirty-six episodes, and they're all like twenty-five, thirty minutes. I mean, yeah, it's not going to take forever, right? Um, and then I watched season two of Love, Death, and Robots, and that was really good. But it was only eight up. It was like super fucking short. So it was only like two, three hours worth of of show. Yeah. So I fucking yeah. That I blew right through that. Well, it's kind of like I, I want to know why Rick and Morty takes like three goddamn years to get through ten episodes. I'm like, it's tough to maintain momentum. And I feel that they lost momentum between season two and three. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I mean, like, I I, I hear you. Like Archer, um, yeah. At least they were open with a lot of the production shit. They were like, you know, pandemic is closes down so much that like we had to send our scripts to the actors. And actresses and like have them uh like do their line readings in their closet in order to get like the right kind of uh sound yeah. sound stuff because be- they didn't nobody wanted to go into like a a sound booth you know at the height of the pandemic when they were filming that shit so right so here's a question for you who the fuck is still watching fast and furious movies enough to make them that budget's got to be absurd, and the trailer looks absurdly stupid. Who's still watching this shit? I don't know anybody. Uh, me? Are you really? <laughs> I haven't watched this one yet, but yeah, I own the, the rest of them. I own the rest of them. That don't mean I'm watching them. I just keep buying I, them because I'm going to review them someday. The, the first one is... it's The first three are kind of their own thing. And then... Four kind of started the change and the transition, and like from five on, I've really enjoyed them. Like they kind of settled into like they've they're almost like we're the American low budget version of well, I can't say low low budget like low budget from a like background perspective version of Mission Impossible. Sure, that makes sense. I you know like they they don't have the 
CIA and MI6 or MI MIA behind them. Right. But you know that they they kind of like fulfill the same role. You know, like this is the the low class American version of James Bond, and Mission Impossible is like the high class American version of James Bond at this point. I just I sit there and I see the trailer and I see dude, but the- you're you're so fucking right. They they every. It's like that whole thing where, like, every movie has to be bigger, and it just gets fucking... It's like Saw. <laughs> like, every movie has to be bigger, and you get to the end of the franchise, and you're like, what the fuck did I just watch? Well, in the trailer with the freaking, like, grappling hook in the car, like, heading towards the volcano or mountain or whatever, yeah. and I'm just like, okay. Like... They go into... I heard they go into space in this one. <laughs> God <laughs> I'm damn I'm not gonna lie. I heard they go into space. <laughs> like, so the last one I liked... And it's actually my favorite one was part four. I was was my favorite. I couldn't stand part five, even though it introduced the rock. I, I yeah, the rock. I, like part five was okay. It was just okay. I liked part four, I, but I I really like six and seven. I didn't hate Tokyo Drift because I I had such low expectations when I saw. I was <laughs> like, this is fine. Like I don't know if I consider it part of the franchise, but for a dumb little action film, I didn't hate it. But it's because I wasn't like a super fan of the franchise, like I th- I think. Yes, no, I agree. Like Tokyo Drift is definitely better than it had any right to be. Right, considering the cast, like, I don't know. It just, it, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it was just, I don't know. I, I I find it weird. And when we saw the trailer in the theater before Spiral, I was just. I don't know, I was cracking up, even though I'd already seen, like, part of the trailer, like, the full trailer in the theater was just so much more comedic to me for whatever reason. I, I, I couldn't, couldn't help it. Had to laugh. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you, have you, like, so something I would actually like to do with you at some point, um, which I feel is like, um, I, I feel that 2019, was like the best year for film in a long, long time, and then pandemic hit and blah blah blah. But like, I would actually like to do a whole thing about 2019 films because I, I keep finding stuff. And I'm like, Jesus, this was good. This was good. Like, I think the last great one I saw was Jojo Rabbit, which my I God, like that. I I love that movie. Um, I don't know. I think 2019 may have been like one of the all-time great, like top ten years for film. Uh, I mean, maybe I I don't I don't really look at years by year, but I could see like people arguing that two, 2020 was one of the worst, and for I don't obvious think that, reasons. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just nothing being released. Yeah, it was that that it's kind of like the most obvious and unfair thing. Like it just. You put an asterisk next next to twenty twenty and move along, and you probably have put an asterisk ne- next to twenty twenty one as as well. Like I think that's fair, um, but I don't know. Like there's there's just a lot of stuff I, I thoroughly enjoyed. Like Christ, now I can't think of stuff. But like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Joker, Jojo Rabbit. I still haven't seen Motherless Brooklyn. There there's a few. That was good. I saw that. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's on HBO, actually. I, I own it on Voodoo. I bought oh, it. I, I think you own it, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's there's just a lot of things. I, I can't even think of everything that I saw. Uh, 1917, I really liked. 
Um, I didn't watch the Scorsese one that was on Netflix. Uh, um, the Irishman so, was it? Yeah, I didn't watch it either. It just sounded like such a long slog to get through, but someday I might. Um, I don't know. Just some something that kind of came to mind. Now, to shift gears from good stuff to something absolutely ridiculous, batshit crazy, and also may have came out in 2019, because I got, just got a, a Shutter subscription for 99 cents <laughs> from Amazon. And so I perused it, and I came across the movie that Eric had asked me about. It's called VFW. Have you ever heard of it? I have not, no. Okay, so it was 2019. It's basically, have you ever seen Assault on Precinct 13? Mm-hmm. So now you you basically deal with this like world dominated by this drug called Hype. So it's kind of a shitty world, and this girl steals from this drug lord... And the drug lord's building is, like, across the street from a VFW. And the guys in the VFW consist of Stephen Lang from Don't Breathe, William Sadler, Fred (laughs) Williamson, um, George Went, um, and the the main guy in the karate kid of of the Cobra Uh, Kai. Martin Cove? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking at this cast right now. (laughs) Dude... (laughs) It is fucking. It is. It is what it is. It is over the top. There are some special effects that you will laugh at, but I'm telling you, that movie is surprisingly fun as hell. Was it good? Was I, it worth watching? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna watch it again so I can write a review. I mean, I could write a review, but no, I kind of want to just watch it again because I had so much fun with it. <laughs> if if I didn't have as much shit to catch up on as I have to catch up on, I would really be interested in getting a shutter uh thing just because like between channel zero which i've heard only good things about stuff like this there was that fucking there was the nick cage movies yeah something blood something there was like a sci-fi thing that came out i want to say probably 2019 Mm -hmm. there you go cementing cementing your fucking um shit yeah like uh, shutter looks like some something I would be interested but at the same time like I don't want to do the the seven day trial and have to like put everything on hold just to be able to you know like binge through you you want to have the time to binge like you you need a couple months to binge through because I've been watching um uh I haven't got to the Eli Roth history of horror but I got to the uh cursed movies and Mm -hmm. I watched two episodes and I was just like this is stupid there's only five of them but they're like yeah. the curse around the movie The Crow and around Twilight Zone the movie, and I'm like, there was no curse around Twilight Zone. It was just a really stupid idea, and they had enough warning not to do what they did. The helicopter pilot told them with the minor explosives that really rocked us. So what do you do? You amp up the explosions, and you don't think something bad's going to happen? That's not a curse. That's stupidity. Yep. And, and the the Crow thing is just. I mean, for anybody that knows the whole thing about how how the how it got stuck in the gun, it it makes sense. Like I, it's careless, but I get it. Like, ah, uh, but that's not a curse to me. It, I don't know the word curse. Like, okay, they did Poltergeist and Exorcist, and I haven't watched them, but I'm kind of turned off by the series already. Yeah. Um. But as you said, Channel Zero, um, I saw the first two seasons, I want to say, 
Uh, John Carroll Lynch is in the second one. Uh, he's he's always fun. Yeah, he's good. Um, so yeah, Channel Zero is fun. There's there's just a, a in Creep Show. I still haven't. I don't know. I yeah. gotta get past yeah. it, but I gotta try. Um, there's there's enough stuff on there, but yeah, you gotta either devote your time to do it to get your money's worth, or be like. I'm okay saying that we'll have this for three months and hit it up every once in a while. I don't, I don't know what happened, but like for, for some reason, like one of those websites that does like, oh, you've got to watch the best science fiction movie on Netflix before it leaves this month, kind of shit. Oh, started, hit, started hitting my feed on my Google. <laughs> yep. And uh, well, it it recommended a bunch of like horror movies on Hulu, and you know most of them sounded really interesting. The only shitty thing is, you know, like most of the time when I'm watching Hulu. I'm either a watching, you know, like the shows my wife and I watch together, which isn't very many, or she's monopolizing the TV and I'm watching it like on my phone when I'm at work. Uh, all of the horror movies that they recommended, none of them are able to be downloaded on, oh. on the app. It's all like you can stream it. Right. And like, there are times at work when I have a good enough signal to be able to stream, but it's not necessarily for like two and a half hours at a time. So I've been like missing out on that, and I keep fucking forgetting to like watch it when I'm home. Uh, oh, another thing I saw—I don't know if if you did, but I thought it was interesting—was um, the underwater, the one with um, Kristen Stewart. No, I'd heard about it, but no, I haven't seen it. Dude, I I enjoyed it. I I thought it was pretty good. I I think there were really strong performances in it all around for all the the actors who were in it. Like even T.J. Miller, like was more than just like a fucking comic line. Do you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Um, did you ever watch Crawl? I still haven't seen that. I don't, I, I, I haven't don't, either. I, like, I have like almost everything you can fucking stream on, except for Shudder. And I don't know if it's hit anything. Maybe it's on Prime and I just haven't been... I don't go on that as often as I go on everything else. Dude, despite all this time to just sit there and binge, I still... Like, I split my time between video gaming, reading, and then, like, if I'm watching TV, a lot of times it's, like, I'll watch TV when I'm eating, so I don't want to get sucked into a series because I know what will happen. So, I'm still way behind despite a pandemic happening. I'm still behind. Uh, So much of my media consumption happens at my job just because I'm there for so often, right? And, like... I've been been really having to, like, force myself to to go through... Because, like... I, I had a tablet that I was bringing in, you know, like a, a Surface that would play games, you know, and it would fucking play them shittily, and I would be sitting there staring at like a load screen for like two minutes. But, uh, you know, I, I would be playing, I'd be like, oh man, I'm going to watch at least one movie and like an episode of my show and read a little bit of my book tonight. And then I would fucking just play video games all night. I'd be like, I did nothing that I planned on doing when I showed up to work tonight, but play video games and do my job. But, right. Uh, yeah, so I've been forcing myself to kind of like step back from the games and and catch up on some of my shows and read my like I finished a book and a half in the last couple of weeks, which is uh, pretty impressive because they were like eight hundred pages. So um, nice. And then I just went and bought a brand new fucking gaming laptop to bring to work with me, and I'm like, all oh, that's just probably going out the window <laughs> as soon as I get back to work now. And now, now I'm playing like Cyberpunk at like fucking you know forty five frames per second instead of like staring at, like, my old-school 2010 game fucking loading screen, just 1%. 
Right. Two yeah. percent. <laughs> it's I'm like so many of my friends now have the new Xbox series, and I'm sitting here like I refuse to get the Xbox Series S because I know that I'll use like I'll, I'll make better use of the X, so it's worth the extra money to me, but. I can never get it when it's available, so I'm just like... Dude, I just saw a thing today that they were saying the... I don't know if, about if you're just looking at the S or if you're looking at the X, too, but the X and the PlayStation 5 are going to be even harder to get going forward than they were over the last year. Why? I don't know. <laughs> but um, I tried to be as super whiny as possible. <laughs> it, it worked. Um, <laughs> oh shit, what was I going to say? Fuck! I forgot where I was going. I was I was going to chime in on it somewhere. And uh, well, what was the reasoning, Dean? I I didn't read the, the thing. I just thought, like I saw that headline and I was like, oh, glad I'm not getting a new Xbox. See, I I don't give a fuck. I I barely use my PlayStation Four. I'm not gonna worry about PS Five. I I love Xbox. I love Xbox Game Pass. I I'm happy with what I have. Although I have to admit, I have a little curse myself this year. I would say every three out of four games that I purchase with real money goes on Game Pass within a month. I I had Celeste, the Crown of the Magister, on my, my wish list for Steam. And I was like, uh, and then I saw, holy shit, I didn't even know it was coming out on Game Pass, but day one on Game Pass, I was like, download that. Like, I probably better fucking play through this pretty quick before they're like, oh, we're going to remove it from Game Pass next month. Yeah, some games only last like a few months, like Red Dead Redemption 2 only last. I don't even know if you could have well, yeah, you could have been it, but Jesus, like, I feel it was only like three months. Maybe it was longer, and I don't know. But I, I never got around to it. And honestly, what I, I just I've been playing a game called Man Eater, where you're a shark. The shark, yep. I saw that one came out. Um, and two nights ago, I started playing the Telltale Walking Dead. I want to play like all the Telltale games that I have. I have the Batman ones, the Walking Dead, and Borderlands. I was like. I really should go and play these because I remember playing the very first Walking Dead one and having a good time. And sure enough, dude, I'm having a blast just playing something that simple. I um, I played through... I've, I would say out of all of those two, like if you haven't played The Wolf Among Us, that was probably the best out of all of them. But yeah, I, I have them all, and I'm meaning to play through them. Okay, so I've been playing... Right now I'm... Like a shit ton of stuff on PC, but on my Xbox, I've, I've had it for a while, and I was like, you know what? I finally beat the Surge. Let me play through the Surge too, because I haven't beat that one. And <laughs> that I popped up on that, my screen actually for I you. I can't say I can't say that I've beaten every Souls like I've played if I haven't finished this one yet. So, so I'm playing through that. I finally, finally, finally played through my second playthrough of Assassin's Creed Odyssey to get the good ending because I didn't get the good ending the first time through, and I. From the hundred percent achievement, that so I was like, let me put this aside because I looked and I have like almost fifteen days of real life into that game. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I have every Assassin's Creed game, and I haven't played a lot of the the earlier ones since like the very first time. So I was like, let me go back through and I'll replay all of the Assassin's Creed games. So I restarted playing the first one the other day, and gameplay wise, it holds up pretty well at least to the point I'm at but like being unable to like fucking skip conversations or cutscenes and having to just sit there and watch all of that shit I'm like thank god damn you 2007 
Yeah, the inability to skip things that you've already played through is really... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a, a thing. I'll say, I, I don't know if you were a fan of Left 4 Dead, but if you were, try out World War <laughs> Z, because I think it's I've great. got it. I mean, I, I own it. Uh, it was one of the free games on the Epic Game Store. I don't think I nailed I didn't know that they had it on... I didn't, I didn't see it when it was free. I'd been snagging free games, but I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I just go on, like... Right now, it's like Among Us. I don't fucking... I'm never going to play that, so I didn't bother. But, yeah, like, if it's something I'm even remotely interested in playing, I, I snag it just to be able to... You know, same thing with Games of Gold. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's free. You never know if you're going to be interested or somebody else wants to play it. And shit, you know, speaking of Souls games, me and Eric were playing through Code Vein. He beat it. I got to a boss that was just like, I don't know. It was like, it was a much lesser version of Smo and Ornstein from Dark Souls <laughs> 1. But no, you're talking about the cannoneer and the, the freeze night chick. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I'm sitting yeah. there and I'm just like, I don't know if it's my head. I just can't get around. I couldn't get around it. And Eric's like, well, you know, let's just keep doing it. I'm like, I'm okay if I don't beat this game. I know I'm close to the end. And I don't know if I've ever done this before in life, but I was just like, you know what? I'm okay. Like, I'm just, I accept. I put some time in. I had fun. I'm not beating this right now. And I just uninstalled the game. I've never done that with a Souls game like that. But... I just interesting. I didn't have it in me to care. I, I didn't care that I, much. I have played through um, Code Vein twice. Uh, I finally, the second playthrough, I beat all of the DLC bosses, which I didn't do the first time. Um, but the uh, second playthrough, I was going for a different ending, and I fucked one thing up, and I got the exact same ending I was going for that I got the first time. And I was like... I don't know if I'm really sitting, ready to sit down and play through the entire fucking game all over again just to get one more ending. Right. So, I mean, I still have it on my Xbox, but I haven't touched it since then. I, yeah, honest, I, I've been just cycling through trying games. I found a lot of fun, like, indie games, but, like, dude, I, I've learned I suck at Grand Theft Auto. Like, I tried GTA V. I enjoyed the music that I found on the radio, but as far as gameplay goes, I was just like... Eh, not for me. I tried Red Dead Redemption. Eh, I, I might go back to it. Like, I am just not a Rockstar fan. That's like, what I'm I, finding out. Other I'm, than I'm glad that they make their games. I really enjoyed Grand Theft Auto 3. Mm. And then, like, as they moved away from, like, the faceless kind of protagonist more into individual stories, like, I just liked them less and less. And I, I know some people are like, oh my god, they're the best games ever, but I just, like, people are like, oh, Grand Theft Auto's coming. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I just, it's just me. I'm not trying to, to shit on anybody's game, but... No, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty... I, I'm with you on, on that, like... And there's a lot of games that I'm just... Well, shit, you know, any Pokemon game, I'm like, whoopty fucking do or... You know, Madden, I used to, like, be excited when Madden would come out, and I'm like... Yeah, there came a point where Madden just became overtly complicated to me, and I was just like, I'm not having fun anymore. And If a game's no longer fun, there better be a damn good reason why I'm still playing it. Like a Souls game where you're like, I'm not having fun, but I'll be damned if I'm not going to beat this particular area. Yeah. That's fine. Yep, I gotcha. But, like, I don't know. I, I've been finding just joy in some of this, like, 
raining raining on your parade i think it's called on on xbox had fun with uh what what happened to edith finch was a cool cool game that probably only took like three hours to beat um i don't know even like phoenix Wright, i'm not into that style of game but it was kind of fun just i don't know investigating and being an attorney i don't know stupid yep. shit like that i'm just i don't know i i got burned out of like certain types of games i think i feel you dude well, I think uh, to start bringing this in to wrap it up, yes. we've talked about our next one we're going to be doing, which will probably be in about a month, is going to be our top five, well, five remakes slash reboots that we enjoyed and five of the same thing that we did not. Also, um, you want to include yeah, five yeah. that you want to see done? Five. Oh, yeah, sure. We can do that. That's not too bad. I mean, I know that like it'll still be a four-hour podcast because you're going to have like no. 300 on your list. I'm going to do five, five, and five. I promise. I, If it happens, I'll fucking believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't complain to you. Like, I had a list of like 37 people. So Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it went kind of fast, all concerned how many people we went through. If if we had probably tried to name like every movie of every single person, it would have fucking taken a long time. Oh god, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, we uh, hope you enjoyed listening to us. I hope you guys are safe and having fun, and we will talk to you later. Sniffy have a good night. Later.